You're listening to Weird AF News with Jonesy. A nurse used a patient's vagina as a ventriloquist's dummy to amuse colleagues. And the police were called to an Ikea after thousands of people sign up for hide-and-seek. And the Pope was stuck in an elevator and freed by firefighters. These are the weird stories for Tuesday. This is Weird AF News. This is Jonesy, the host of Weird AF News. I hope you had a nice, long holiday weekend. I hope your Labor Day was good. Didn't do a story on Labor Day. Nope. Why? Because I was flying. That's right. Hope you enjoyed Florida Friday stories. Hope you had a great weekend. And I'm, uh, this intro is way too long. A nurse used a patient's vagina as a ventriloquist dummy in front of horrified colleagues. And this must be the strangest, sickest title of a weird story I've ever come across. I think. It's, it's definitely up there. A nurse used a patient's vagina as a ventriloquist dummy? <laughs> well, very creative. <laughs> Somebody's bored. So uh, this nurse, by the way, goes by the name of William Kennedy, age 58. About 58 years old, using a vagina as a ventriloquist dummy? My goodness. I guess it just gets worse as we get older, guys. doesn't get better. The brain just, it just leaves, leaves your skull. William Kennedy apparently pulled on a patient's labia, pulled it apart, and pretended it was talking as he examined the care home resident. This is a terminally ill patient. Kennedy moved the patient's vagina around and said, Hello, my name is Patient A. <laughs> Maybe I shouldn't have done the voice there. I mean, that kind of that kind of lends like... <laughs> that's a little disrespectful that I did the voice. Please forgive me. This is it's nothing funny. <laughs> I mean, it is funny. But this is terrible to do to somebody. A terminally ill patient you did this to? What is wrong with this nurse? Where was this? Uh, some kind of lodge care home in Backwood, South Wales. Now, the nurse blamed his actions on forgetting to take his own medication and even pointed the finger at his own colleagues. Kennedy, who called the disgraceful behavior a socially awkward situation, said this, is, this was blown out of proportion. No, it was totally blown out of proportion. I mean, I did make the labia talk, but I, I, didn't, do a, I didn't do that kind of voice. I did the, the voice of the patient. <laughs> This wasn't comedy. This was <laughs> this was a drama. The nurse was given a community order at the court for uh, ill-treating a patient who lacked mental capacity. His current employer, the Royal Gwent Hospital in Newport, is aware of the conviction. Well, I guess he's going to lose his job. Or I don't know. I don't know. If this was Florida, they would just, you know, send you home for the day. <laughs> you can come back tomorrow and do the same thing on some terminally ill patient's asshole. <laughs> like, oh, that's just William being William. <laughs> Always using terminally ill patients' orifices as ventriloquist dummies. You know how he is. Yeah. They're going to slap him with some uh, some behavioral restrictions. Apparently he won't be allowed to carry out intimate examinations or clinical procedures and can't be a nurse in charge of any shift. In other words, he still gets his job? This is all they're doing? All right, all right. We're not going to let you get any around, around any patients, patients that are unconscious, only conscious patients. This guy should be just fired. You're 58 years old. You think it's going to get better from here? 
No, it's all downhill from here. He's 58. All the lessons he should have learned, done. <laughs> I, I mean, it says his coworkers were horrified. Can you imagine being at work and one of your coworkers pulls a patient's labia apart and is, says your name? It's like, hello, Wilson. Would you like to go on lunch break with me? Could we go on smoke break? Could you please put a cigarette in here? In my mouth, Wilson? Like, oh, somebody's lost their marbles. It's Nurse William Kennedy. Perhaps William has aspirations, other aspirations of creativity, you know? Maybe William's in the wrong profession. Always wanted to be a ventriloquist. Maybe couldn't afford a dummy. Those things are expensive. They're like 10 grand, you know? Maybe sometimes more. Very sophisticated dummies. These, If you want to get a good one. Got to work at the hospital to raise money to save up for this dummy to start your ventriloquism for career. 25 years, you're at, the, you're at the hospital just saving up money to get this dummy. But but you have to practice. How are you going to be good? You're going to buy a $10,000 dummy and not know how to use it? No, you got to practice. What do you practice on? Oh, terminally ill patients' orifices? Of course. <laughs> Why not? I mean, seriously. They're right there for the taking. <laughs> Ridiculous. Ridiculous! What happens when this patient's family finds out, oh man, if I found out you used my mother's vagina as a ventriloquist dummy, I would come to that hospital with a 34... With a 34-inch softball bat. Yeah. 27 ounces is my preferred weight. Yeah, I would smash your face in with that, for sure. I would smash your face to bits, and then I would pull off your ears, and then I would use... I would make your ears talk to each other. Oh, hello! (laughs) Decapitated ear! To... uh, can you decapitate an ear? Isn't it implied with decapitation it's got to be a head? Oh man, am I dumb. Am I not the dumbest person hosting a podcast? Call Weird AF News and tell me if I'm the dumbest person hosting a podcast. <laughs> I gotta be. I'll tell you right now, I'm not dumb as this William Kennedy. I'll tell you right now. This is one thing you get out of the stories. These people are so dumb that you're like, hey, you know, I'm not that, I'm not that bright, but at least I'm not <laughs> making puppets out of a dead woman's nipples <laughs> at my job. <laughs> Weird AF news, keeping it national today. Police were called to a Scottish IKEA after thousands of people sign up for hide and seek. IKEA stores are so big that some people find it's very easy to get lost inside of one. Over the weekend, thousands of people decided to put this theory to the test. Police were called to the Glasgow branch of the Swedish IKEA on Saturday after thousands of people threatened to turn up for a mass game of hide-and-seek. Plans were announced where? Of course, on Facebook. To turn this IKEA into an impromptu playground with a big giant game of hide-and-seek. I love the idea, personally. Now, in case you didn't know, the trend for using IKEA's giant warehouses for games began in Europe a few years ago. 
And it's seen people hiding in fridges, underneath beds, and even in Ikea's big blue shopping bags, you might find somebody hiding. Now that would freak me out. Imagine you're in there, you open a cabinet, there's like a dude in there hiding. Shh, don't tell him. Don't tell anybody I'm here. Well, at some point on Saturday, staff at the Brayhead Ikea became aware of a Facebook post suggesting that 3,000 kids were about to descend on the store. As well as bringing in extra security, Ikea called the police in Scotland and they sent five officers. Throughout the afternoon, groups of kids who looked like they were only there to play hide-and-seek were, were told to go away. <laughs> They're like, what, what, no, I want to furnish my house. They're like, you're 14, bye. Word also spread on social media that the hide-and-seek game had been shut down, keeping others from arriving at the store. Police stayed at the store until 8 p.m. Scottish police, imagine that. Oh, yes. Can I do a Scottish ac- Scottish accent? Oh, I don't know. I'm going to do an Irish accent. It's going to be bad. All right. I just looked up YouTube videos and tried to do a Scottish accent using them, and I can't do it. So we're going to skip that part of the segment. It was really going to be good, guys. Just imagine in your mind that Jonesy did a Scottish accent that was amazing, imitating a Scottish police officer that was pissed off that he had to go to Ikea to stop kids from playing hide-and-seek instead of doing real duties out there in the world. (laughs) So the social media posts uh, indicated that the game of hide-and-go-seek would start at 3 p.m. And then, of course, somebody answered the Facebook ad saying, you know what, the game has been canceled, there are cops there. So only about half of the people actually showed up, which was still a lot of people overrunning the Ikea, not looking for furniture, not even looking to get into the cafe and have a delicious cappuccino that's extremely affordable. No, no, they were going to play hide-and-go-seek. And they had to be turned away. No fun anymore. You can't have fun. Who's having fun? The trend for playing hide-and-seek in these Ikeas started in Belgium in 2014 and spread around Europe. In the beginning, the Ikea managers actually allowed these events because it was good for social media. But now, they've had it. (laughs) They must have caught somebody screwing on a sofa or something. In Holland, an astonishing 32,000 Facebook users signed up for a game in Eindhoven, at an Eindhoven Ikea, as well as 19,000 in Amsterdam and 12,000 in an Ikea in Utrecht. In 2015, Ikea was unfortunately forced to impose a ban because the events were getting out of control. Imagine going to a 30,000-person hide-and-go-seek game. That is outstanding. There's a spokesperson for Ikea, of course. Boring. Let me do a boring voice. We need to make sure people are safe. And that's really difficult if we don't know where they might be. They could be behind a chair, underneath a bed. Maybe, maybe they're in the sandwich section. Another IKEA spokesperson said this boring comment. The safety of our customers and co-workers is always our highest priority. We are aware of an unofficial hide-and-seek Facebook event being organized to take place in our store. We've been working with the local police to make this not happen. Come on, let the kids have some fun, you know. You can't have free fun anymore. It's really difficult, right? 
the kids aren't having any free fun. All their fun involves like spending money, right? Video games, going to the movies. The, the idea of free fun just doesn't exist. So now you're this is a this is a free fun event, and you're shutting it down like this, man. What's free? Hide and go seek. And hand jobs. That's what's free. <laughs> sorry. Then I crossed the line. Please forgive me. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I shouldn't say such things on the podcast, but you know, sometimes you got to go for that laugh. And they are free. Can we agree? Most handies are free. I want to play hide and go seek in an Ikea. There's a really good one in Burbank. Anyone want to meet me there? If we could, if we could arrange for eight of us to play, I think it's worth it. Better yet, let's get it. Let's play. We'll buy some dart guns at a, uh, I don't know, a toy store. And we'll just run around shooting ourselves. Right? Anyone down for this? I'm a child at heart. You realize that? I really am. Well, anyways, this is a lesson for you children that uh, you're never going to have any fun anymore unless you're rich. So hopefully you can buy an Ikea and then have your friends come over and play hide and go seek all you want. (laughs) That's the only way this shit's going to happen. Oh, the Pope got stuck in an elevator. Did you guys see this? The Pope was stuck in an elevator. Oh, poor Pope, stuck in an elevator. Probably doesn't even know how to work it, the poor guy. Oh. Where's his assistant? The elevator button pusher. They should have been on the scene. (laughs) Is that what happened? I don't know what happened. Let's find out. Vatican City. Pope Francis says he was stuck in an elevator for 25 minutes. Oh, my goodness, 25 minutes. The poor Pope. Blasphemy. The Vatican elevators aren't working. What's wrong with you, Vatican? You have all the money in the world. You can't have an elevator that works. I don't even think the elevators worked with actual machinery. I thought it was just the hand of God lifting up the Pope. Sixth floor. Your Majesty. Do they call him Majesty? What do you call the Pope? Your Excellency? You're technologically impaired? What do you call the Pope? (laughs) Any of those things. Pope Francis apologized to the faithful in St. Peter's Square on Sunday for being seven minutes late for his traditional noon appointment with the public. Sorry I'm late, guys. Got stuck in the elevator. You know how it is. I had to use my wings and fly here. You guys know I'm an angel, right? Apparently, referring to the electric power, Francis said... A drop in tension caused the elevator to block. He said that Holy Sea firefighters rescued him and asked the people in the square to applaud these firefighters. Holy Sea firefighters? It says Holy Sea, S-E-E. Are these the official Vatican firefighters? What? What's going on? I apologize for being late, said the Pope. Sorry, guys, you know. The Pope... Is not perfect, apparently. The Pope said, Thank goodness those firefighters arrived, and I thank them so much. And after 25 minutes of work, they managed to get this elevator started again. Sorry I'm late, folks. You can't be mad at the Pope for being late. Are you going to be mad at the Pope? What are you, an animal? A monster of some sort? No. no the Pope is just too likable, right? That's a... <laughs> I don't know. I'm not, a, I'm not a big old Pope fan, i got to admit. For being honest, but yeah, he seems like a nice guy. I guess I don't know. Have you, has anyone met him on, that listens to the show? Tell me how he is. 
So you got a nice firm handshake. Did you kiss this little hand? Did you? Did you give it a kiss? Come here, Popey. Were you stuck in the elevator, little Popey? Come here. Kiss your finger, right? Kiss your ring? What do you do? Do you kiss the ring? I don't know. You kiss something, right? Come on, you want to kiss your little head? Take that white thing up and more, more, more your little head. Were you trapped in the elevator, Popey? Oh, the poor Popey was trapped. <laughs> did you pray? Did you pray for the doors to open, little buddy? Did it, did it work? Well, you know, some people think prayer works for stuff like that. I don't believe it. I don't believe it. I've been praying to be taller my whole life. Nothing works, I'll tell you right now. I prayed to Jesus. Did I not pray to Jesus? You want to know what I prayed to Jesus about? I said, Jesus, please, please make this nut allergy go away. I don't want to be allergic to nuts anymore. I want to have a normal Valentine's Day and eat all the chocolates. I don't want to have a heart attack at Easter over chocolate Easter bunnies. I've been suffering. I want pesto! (laughs) I just want pesto one time! Can we please? Please, Pope, make it go away! Any of you guys been to the Vatican? I'd imagine they have a lot of elevators and they're made out of gold. Can anyone confirm this or deny this? Poping an elevator, hitting the buttons that ain't going down. Poping an elevator, he's praying to God that it just goes down. Yay! Thank you, my fellow weirdos, for listening to the episode all the way to the end if you made it to the outro. Appreciate you guys. That means you're loyal. You're good people. You're there for me. And I'll be there for you. These five words I swear to you. When you breathe, I want to be the air for you. Shit, I'll be there for you. I'm also there for somebody very special named Cindy Lou, who reached out to me, sent me an email, wrote, Hey, Jonesy, just wanted to say thanks so much for making my day. I stumbled across your podcast about a month ago. Now you're in my feed every morning when my alarm goes off. I'm a truck driver, and I get bored AF, so I listen to all kinds of stupid crap to pass the time. I'm not saying your podcast is crap or anything, or stupid or anything, but it does make me worry about the world, especially poor old Florida. Man, those dumb shits are an embarrassment to America. (laughs) Anyway, keep doing what you're doing. Thanks for the giggles every morning. A new fan, Cindy Lou. Oh, shout out to you, Cindy Lou. You wonderful woman. Driving trucks all around the place. I'm glad I can make your day a little bit easier. You probably work very hard. I'm glad I can make anybody's day easier with this show. I know a lot of you listen to me at work or on your way to work. And you're probably thinking to yourself, man, maybe sometimes I feel like I have a dull existence. I need a little bit of entertainment. Can somebody cheer me up? And then I'm there for you. I'm cheering you up. I'm saying dumb stuff. Giving you some weird facts that maybe you didn't know about. We're learning together. We're laughing together. Maybe I'm making your day a little bit easier. And that's rewarding enough for me. So I appreciate the email. You guys can always email me. Funnyjones at gmail.com. And I love how she dissed Florida right in there. You hear that, angry Florida man? Yeah, Cindy Lou thinks you're dumb. (laughs) I think the Florida man's some kind of truck driver as well, the angry Florida man. I got to label him properly. Angry Florida man that calls me all the time. I'm going to publish three of his calls at the end of this. Maybe four. They're short, but they're hilarious. And he's mad. And he calls about every story every time. He won't stop calling. You think he has something better to do, like learn how to read. You know how Florida is. I also got a new patron. That's right. Somebody joined the Patreon named Sarah McIntosh. Love it. It's one of my favorite apples. 
Sarah McIntosh, you beautiful, brilliant woman. I'm so grateful for you for joining the Patreon. That makes me so happy when I get an email popping in my thing. Oh, someone joined the Patreon. <gasps> oh, someone joined. Love it. Makes my day. Hope you enjoyed the bonus episodes that I uploaded over the weekend. Hope you enjoyed the videos. I'm going to be posting some videos from where, guys? Oh, only Asia. Yeah, on the Patreon. Weird videos from Asia because that's where I'm recording this right now. Yes, that's right. I'm in Singapore. I'll be going to Bali. Got some business to attend to out here. And going to have a little fun. Why not? Maybe I want to get maybe I want to dry hump a a a, a reef. You can't stop me. <laughs> Yeah. yeah, so this is why I didn't have an, uh, an episode on Monday. I was That was my travel day. Plus, it was Labor Day. I'm like, screw it. So, yeah, I hope you enjoy this Tuesday episode. I'll be doing it as often as I can. I brought my microphone, so hopefully we can, make, we can pump these out while I'm here. Um, thank you again, Sarah, for supporting the Patreon. And a shout-out to all my patrons. You guys mean so much to me. And on the Patreon, I'll be publishing videos of me in Asia. So, uh, And I'll make them as weird and funny as possible. So you get to... You get a, you get to follow my adventure. So that's pretty cool. If you guys want to follow my adventure, join the Patreon, dummies. Pfft, you crazy? Join the Patreon. P-A-T-R-E-O-N dot com slash weirdafnews. That's right. Get yourself some Jonesy on the side. Yeah. Email the show, funnyjones at gmail.com. You can call 646-450-2012. On Instagram, it's at funnyjones. On Twitter, at funnyjones. And on Facebook, it's Comedian Jonesy. Lastly, I want to give a huge shout out to one of the biggest fans of the show, of all time, major OG, longtime fan of the show, longtime caller, Jay Nowlin. I can't remember if it's Nolan or Nowlin. Jay Nowlin. Jay Nolan. Freaking Jay, man. One of my favorite fans, for sure. This guy came to my comedy show in Sacramento over the weekend. Had a great time. Got to meet him and his lady, Deborah. And then uh, we hung out in the parking lot and smoked a doobie. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, you come to my show... We hang out. That's what I'm all about. You think I'm too good for my fans? What are you, crazy? Love you guys. Except for the weirdos. I'm not into you weirdos. You know, I've been getting phone calls from like a 13-year-old boy saying weird things and swearing a lot. It's just swearing so much. If you're listening to me, what is your name? Holden or something? Calling me swearing like that. You just I'll publish your call because it's weird, but just don't swear so much. The F-bombs. Crazy. Who's it? Where are your parents? Holden, 13-year-old Holden. Where are your parents? You might even be too young to be listening to this show. Let's be real, guys. Let's put it to a vote. Should 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 13-year-olds be listening to Weird AF News? I don't know. I don't know if you want your brains exposed to my brain. Because my brain is messed up. Well, you know, but I do say funny things sometimes. So maybe for the sake of entertainment. Um, all right, now I'm getting, uh, I'm getting real. Better go. I, got, I always got to go when I get too real. Bye. <laughs> Hell, Jonesy, if you're going to go out there and mow your lawn and let your wangle dangle where it may, you ought to not just lose your job, you ought to get poison ivory all over yourself. You should be wearing long pants. I bet you this asswipe didn't have any shoes on neither. That's not a Florida problem, that's a moron problem. Uh, a correction in my last statement. Uh, it's not poison ivory. It's poison ivy. I apologize. Uh, apparently, uh, 
I'm an idiot. And uh, it, it, it's it's not, okay. Oh Jesus. Uh, uh, you know, you know. Sometimes you're out on the road, man, Jonesy, and you just you, sometimes you're trying to collect your damn thoughts, and, you, and you're trying to tell tell somebody who's who's been shitting all over your your your, your great state of Florida how you feel, and sometimes you just you say some baffling things. You know, it's not a bad bar of soap. It's not a poison ivory. It's poison ivy, and I understand that. And it has nothing to do with what you said. It's what I said. But whatever, man. Have a nice day, and I'll thank you for your support. Hurricane Dorian's coming, fellas. Batten down them hatches. Get yourself some Coors Lights. You know, maybe get yourself some, some Wonder Bread. You know, don't forget your little Debbie snacks. Maybe some, maybe a, a nice, a nice rawhide to chew on. Maybe, maybe some beef jerky. In all seriousness, man, board up them houses, man. That, that, that Dorian's coming. I don't know when this is going to air or if it's going to, but God, golly, man, be careful.